Let's bow our heads for prayer. Gracious Lord Jesus, as you began your ministry so many years ago after your baptism by John, you began to preach and to teach and to call people to follow you. Lord, by the power of your word, we pray that today you would continue to teach and to call people to follow you. Lord, we pray, enable us each day to be a people of your word who follow you and who listen to you. We pray that your spirit would guide us in all things. In your name we pray. Amen. It's interesting that in today's world we are called all the time to follow. Follow me on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever else happens to be the follow place of the day. And many times we have no problems doing those things. After all, it's a real simple move your cursor over the right place and click with the mouse. Follow. Our text today tells us that Jesus withdrew into the region of Galilee and that he was living in the area of Capernaum by the sea. In the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali. And that in so doing he's fulfilling the words that were spoken by the prophet. That the people who were dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. And for those dwelling in the region in shadow of death, on them a light has dawned. Those words from the prophet echo the very same words that we hear from the Gospel of John. A reminder that the light of salvation has come into the world. That without Christ we live in great darkness and we stumble around not knowing exactly where to turn. Without Christ, it's like walking through your house in the middle of the night without turning the lights on, not realizing that someone has left Legos all over the floor. Some of you have experienced that, I can tell. It's Christ who brings light by the power of God's word to our lives and who helps us to understand exactly how we are living and how life was without Christ and how it is with Christ. The text goes on to tell us that he began to preach people, calling them to repentance. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Another way of saying repent is to say open your eyes. See how you are living in your relationship to God. Examine yourself and see if a change needs to be made. 
If you're living your life in a God-pleasing way or if you're living your life in a very self-centered way. And as he's preaching and as he's going through that region of Galilee, sometimes it's a giant lake, the Lake of Gennesaret it's called, but other times the Sea of Galilee. And it's a great fishing place. And Jesus is walking by and he sees the brothers mending their nets. Now think about this. They're working. They're trying to earn a living. They're fishing every day. And Jesus walks by and says to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And the text tells us, and immediately they left their nets and followed him. What was there about Jesus that would cause them to make such an abrupt change in their lives? I love this one. See, in our day, we would say something like, well, could I see a detailed job description first? And what's the benefits package like? The only job description here is, I will make you fishers of men. Going on a little ways further, you find some more disciples, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, and they're in their boats bending nets, and he calls out to them, and it says immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Can you imagine Zebedee? What's going on here? Hey, you, get back here, we're not finished. They followed him throughout all of Galilee. Now we know later on in the Gospels they go back from time to time and they fish again and they fish more. In fact, some of the great stories of the Gospels come from those times and those places where Jesus is with the disciples in the boat fishing. But to follow him and to leave behind the mainstay of their income had to take great motivation from the Holy Spirit and a great commitment to Jesus. The text tells us that he went throughout all of Galilee teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and illness, and we know that he healed the blind, that he made the lame to walk, and that he even raised the dead. And people brought to him all of those with every affliction, 
and his fame spread. So, think about the simple words. Follow me. What do those two simple words, follow me, mean for us? What does it mean to follow Jesus? And where do we begin? Well, it begins really, I think, with what we're doing right now. We worship him. We give him our time and our praise. We acknowledge him to be our God. We focus on listening to him and what he has to say to us. It means to be a people of prayer, not just in worship, but in our own lives. To be a people who are focused on essentially seeking God's will for what he would have us to do. How he would have us to live. How we indeed can follow him. It means being a people who gather to study his word. People who understand what he teaches so that we can not only take it to our own hearts but share it with others. To open his word and to read it by ourselves in devotions every day or to gather together with others and to study it with one another. The biggest thing about following about following Jesus is first of all listening. You don't listen, the following doesn't go very well. And sometimes we don't really want to listen what Jesus says because you see Jesus calls us out of our comfort zones he calls us away from the things that we might be familiar like fishing nets he calls us to do things that we've never done before he challenges us to stretch ourselves so that we have to trust in him and that we lean upon him and not upon our own understanding. He challenges us to serve him and not the world. To wash the feet of the sinful people of this world. If only it were so easy as to click on a button somewhere to follow Jesus. But it's not. It takes commitment, dedication, it takes focusing on Him, following where He goes.
And sometimes when we try to follow Jesus, those footsteps are going to lead to a place that we don't want to go. So like the disciples, when Jesus goes to the cross, we run away. The road is too hard, Lord, I can't go there. The task is too challenging or difficult. I don't want to take it. I'm not qualified. I don't know enough. I'm too busy. I don't have the time. We're really good about clicking on the excuses. We need to learn again from the words of our Lord who when faced with the cross says, I don't want to go through this. Take this cup from me. But then says, not my will, but yours be done. Follow Jesus is to set aside the nets. To follow Jesus is to go willingly where he calls. Sometimes to charge like Peter blindly and headlong into the task before us. To follow Jesus is to simply put one foot in front of another and to trust him. Follow Jesus is to walk each day by faith. You got the mouse in your hand. Are you going to click? Are you going to follow? In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. I invite you to stand as you are able and to join with me in confessing our common Christian faith in the ancient words of the Nicene Creed. <clears throat> 